Uh, hello, and welcome to another episode of Talking Out Loud. Uh, this is George Crossy, as always, reporting in. It's been a little while. I think it's literally been about a month now since my last one. Um, and that's probably genuinely because I have not really had the time. Oh, I have not made the time to do this. Um, and yeah, I feel guilty, sure. I feel a little guilty, but not all that guilty. Uh, hence why I'm going to do a very brief intro to this pod and I will apologise to you right now um, it is a bit of a hodgepodge of a number of recordings I've made um, over yeah, the course of the last I guess geez, month or so this is a Vipassana podcast um, and one I'm very proud of um, yeah this one was recorded in Nepal in December 2017, one of the craziest experiences of my life, um, but incredibly potent and powerful. Well worth doing a passionate 10-day meditation. So yeah, first of all, I'll just take you through what the passion is at a very high level, and then what the timetable generally consists of on a day-to-day basis over the 10 days of silence and some of the precepts as well as some of the rules that you have to follow um, throughout the course and then we'll go back to um, my recordings that were taken whilst I was out in Nepal both prior to and after the 10 day meditation itself so if you like it um, you will hear a bit of background music in the first sort of 10-15 minutes and that is the dulcet tones of the late S.N. Goenka, who's essentially led this new movement of Vipassana, this uprising as it were. He's also the main teacher throughout the course. Now this track is a firm favourite of mine and a real crowd pleaser in the Vipassana scene. Played every morning over breakfast. Yeah, it really sticks in your head after you chance it for about an hour. So just see what you think. I'll just play in the background for about 10-15 minutes. But um, yeah, really hope you enjoy this one. Um, And do let us know. Reach out as ever here at Banquet Bear. We are all ears. Thanks, guys. Play it. So a little introduction. To those of you who are not aware, Vipassana is one of the most ancient of all the meditation techniques. Long lost humanity, it was actually rediscovered by Gautama, the Buddha himself, more than two and a half thousand years ago. The word Vipassana means seeing things as they really are, and it's a process of self-purification by self-observation. You begin with observing the natural breath to concentrate the mind, and then with a sharpened awareness you can then proceed to observe the changing nature of both your body and your mind, and then experience universal truths such as impermanence, suffering, and ego egolessness. Three pretty biggies, I don't know you. And this truth realization is through direct experience, and is therefore the process of purification, as it were. Um. So my God, do you definitely go through each and every one of those. Starting with the natural breath alone, you spend 
three days, 30 hours, focusing on breathing in and breathing out. And so on. And yeah, you pretty much nail that after sort of hour four, but by hour 30, my God, you're flying when it comes to that stuff. Back to it, the entire path, or the Dharma, as it's called, is a universal remedy for universal problems. It has nothing to do with any organized religion or sectarianism. For this reason, it can be freely practiced by everyone, which is very true. At any time, again, very true in any place and without conflict due to race, community or religion. And will prove equally beneficial to one and all. Very much is down to discipline. That's all this meditation technique is about. So, in that sense, yes, indeedy, very true. So, when you're on the course, you are instructed to follow five precepts, which extend to eight if you've already done one already. Um, so, the five precepts that you have to abide with throughout the course number one, to abstain from killing any living creature. Number two, to abstain from stealing, to abstain from all sexual activity, to abstain from telling lies, quite useful because you can't actually speak, and to abstain from all intoxicants, which was probably the hardest thing. The other three, number six, is to abstain from eating after midday. So if you've already done a Vipassana course, you ain't going to go for seconds, that's for damn sure. Number seven is to abstain from sensual entertainment and bodily decoration. That's an interesting one. And eight, to abstain from the use of high or luxurious beds. So you kind of have to sleep on the floor with a blanket. So, um, yeah, it's interesting. So let's jump right in and go through the course timetable. So for best results, students are advised to follow this as closely as possible. Ding dong, 4am, the morning wake up bell. 4.30 to 6.30 is meditation one. So you'll meditate in the hall or in your own room. From 6.30 to 8, you have a little breakfast break, which was actually delightful. I really enjoyed that. There was some great... Great little breakfasts. Eight till nine, you'll nip back into the meditation hall and do a little group meditation with everyone. And then from nine till eleven, you'll meditate in the hall or in your own room. So that's a nice three hours of solid meditation there. Then, of course, lunch comes around pretty damn soon. Lunch from eleven till midday. And then you can rest. You can rest from midday to one. And you can also chat to the teacher if you need to, and that's pretty much a need. You can chat to them about philosophical things, but they ain't too fussed about that. They really just want to know if you're going to quit or not. Um, from 1 to 2.30, you go back and you meditate in either your hall or your own room. And then from 2.30 to 3.30, you go for some more group meditation in the hall. From 3.30 to 5.30, you meditate in the hall or in your own room. It's up to you. It's very kind of them. So that's a nice four-hour block of meditation there. 
There's tea break. Oh my god, the tea break. So you nip back in there, you have a little um, tea, be herbal. Um, could be milky tea if you're feeling that way. And that's only if you're a first timer, remember, can't be having milk if you're a second timer. And Cocoa Pops, pretty much the, um, the Pali version of Cocoa Pops, which was utterly outstanding. Really, really beautiful. Following that, group meditation, again from 6 till 7, and then it's discourse time. So, discourse will jump into a bit later on, um, but discourse was a great time of night. You just sit there, you sit back, you kick back and you relax and listen to Essen Goenka, whose dulcet tones you're currently listening to in the background there, talk you through why the hell you're still in that room meditating for 10 hours a day with people you can't look at. Yeah, so he's very convincing, as you can imagine. He has to be. Um, So there's ten of those spread throughout the course. And, God, you just wait for those. 8.15 till 9, you nip back in. Do a bit more meditation, you know. Maybe you're feeling a bit unrestful. So maybe you ought to just meditate for a sec. Go on, chill out. And then 9 to 9.30, it's question time in the hall. So, again, if you've got any sort of questions just before bed, you know, if something's just pops up into your head and you really need to get it out, then uh, yeah, you can you can ask them. Um, and then nine thirty, retire to your own room and lights out. And oh my God, are they lights out? Let me tell you, after being alone with your brain for ten hours, um, you just want to turn that thing off and you'll sleep like a log. Trust me. And uh, yeah, four a.m. comes around pretty damn quick. Uh, it's fantastic, though it really is. You only get six hours sleep, which is an issue. But um, they do say that if you get good at meditation, you only need four hours a day. Which... Um, mm, potential. Potentially. Uh, I think I need more science ready to back that up. But yeah, that is the course timetable for the past meditation. It's ten days of that, baby. Ten days. So hopefully that gave you a bit of an overview of the course itself, what it includes over the 10 days and the daily timetable. So now we'll go to the podcasts that are recorded out in Nepal itself. So the first one uh, you're about to hear was recorded directly after the Angelo pod, episode 11. Do check it out if you have a chance. And it's essentially just a little solo pod from myself uh, on my thoughts before entering Vipassana. It's a little bit dramatic, I'm not going to lie to you. So yeah, just take it with a little pinch of salt. And so the recordings after that were taken um, after I came out the the 10 days. And they're with a number of different people. So the first person you'll hear from is Dama, who is an Indian gentleman. And he was one of the servers. So he was in charge of uh, sorting out food for us, um, serving us if we needed it, uh, making sure the meditation hall was all set up, ready to go in the mornings, and all cleared down after evening meditations. Um, and also in charge of waking us up, getting us out of bed, and getting us into that floor at half four in the morning, which was uh, a joy, I'm sure. The second you'll hear from is Nate. Nate Dog from the USA 
He's an interesting character, there's no no mistake in that, uh, and a great guy. So yeah, um, so we'll talk to him about his experience. He was a first-timer as well, very much like myself, um, and just doing it for a bit of a challenge, really. Um, so he got on real well, uh, and he has a little bit of a, a wacky uh, a wacky take on things, and he had some pretty interesting experiences, which you'll hear about. Um, a lot of visualisation in there, but not sure you should have done that. Anyways, uh, made for an entertaining part, I must say. And the final one, Roy from Israel, uh, he was 23, he used to be in the Israeli army, definitely felt like he was quite naturally a, a spiritual guy, and um, yeah, he'd been keen to try the passion for quite some time, and uh, he tells us about why he's done it, and whether or not he'll continue with it, um, but really, really interesting chat that one, um, so he talks about uh, how it helped him get over uh, a breakup and things like that, so... Yeah, that, that's to come at the end. And then finally, there's just yeah, a few musings from myself uh, that I recorded a few weeks back um, on how difficult it actually is to continue to do 10 hours of meditation a day, or even one hour of meditation a day um, when you're back in the real world. So yeah, that's sort of how we, we cap it off. So enjoy. So hello. Um actually my first solo podcast um it's just got, come off the back of that um i really liked that conversation with angelo there incredibly cool dude so just come off the back of that um just back at my little room in Kathmandu, about to head to um my vipassana 10-day silent meditation course um to have a crack at meditating so to be the first time that I actually meditate, um, which would be, uh, I don't know, interesting, I guess. Um, wanted to do it for the last six months or so, um, and thought, why the hell not, when in Rome. Um, so it sounds a fairly intense thing. Um, I guess the reason I'm doing this recording is just to remember who I am on when I get out kind of thing, um, so I don't know how it's going to affect me, but apparently it's all good, apparently it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a positive experience, so um, yeah, we'll see, so I'm just, to put time by Hans Zimmer on in the background just to add a bit of epicness um, to this, so I'll just make it five minutes for how long this song lasts, um, so it's a little memoir to myself, I guess, um, so when you get out, you can listen to this and remember who you are. You know, you can wake up in a way. I'm making this way more dramatic than it actually is. Loads of people do, but Pasada, I can get out the other side absolutely happy as Larry. So, um, yeah, I guess it's just trying to be entertaining. Um, I've just got a little hot cup of sugary, sugary chai and my final chocolate bar before I go on to a purely vegetarian diet, which is scary, you know? Um, so just really savouring the flavour, the intense flavour of the, the white sugar, sugary chocolate in my mouth. Is, God, I love sugar, you know? That's the little epiphany just there, you know? Sugar's probably my favourite drug. Certainly yours, Dad. Um, 
So yeah, it's an intense course. Um, waking up at 4am for the next 10 days and meditating for 10 hours a day. Um, you're not allowed to talk, you're not allowed to look at people and um, yeah, it's just going to be very alien. Obviously, I guess by now you all know I like talking. Um, it's kind of, I'm getting, it's a little skill set of mine I guess, but mm, it's going to be tough. Um, Angelo again, off that recording, he meditates a hell of a lot obviously. Um, and he does it on his own now, he just does his own thing. But he says, yeah, you're going to have some crazy, crazy dreams. Um, after a while, you know, um, your brain is going to be telling you things and, uh, in certain ways. So just listen to what it, they, your brain says, basically, and uh, work through it. And it's, uh, it's good. Basically, it's a really good way to clear out your brain, apparently. Organize it, structure it, and um, hit the refresh button. So I'm excited. I already am. But um, yeah, it's going to be hard. But uh, yeah, apparently everyone should do it. So I'm excited for this. I guess that's nearly the end of the song now. Um, so I'll wrap it up there. But yeah, I guess uh, I really don't want to change my personality on the other side. So um, ah, goodbye for now, I guess. And um, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's great. So yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stop rambling now. Cheers, guys. talk uh, it's a relief just got out just got out of the 10 days or well, 12 days actually of um, silent meditation here in Kathmandu at the Dhamma Shringa 10 days of Vipassana um, pretty powerful experience I gotta say pretty full-on pretty intense um, probably the hardest mental challenge I've had to face um, yeah, it was pretty intense. Still figuring out what the hell just happened, I'll be honest with you. So, um, here today in the Garden of Dreams. Quite an apt name in Kathmandu. It's a beautiful little garden. Uh, and the plan is today just to interview as many folk as I can who are on the course as well. Chat about their experience, um, what they went through, why they went, good and bad experiences while they were there in the last 10 days. and. Um, whether they're going to keep doing it, basically. Whether they'll keep meditating. Uh, pros and cons kind of thing. Just to give um, people an idea, really. Uh, so we'll see how many turn up. Um, I'll do as well just uh, a summary, once I get my head straight, of what the course was. Uh, what the days involved. And, um, yeah, it's a bit of a, a summary, a synopsis for you. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. Cheers. So we'll start. So hello, uh, we've got our first interview of the day. Yeah. 
uh, and we're here with Dharma. Very yeah, good name, man. Very good name. So if you could just explain a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, how old you are, and how long you've been practicing Vipassana. We'll leave it there. Uh, my name is Tharmaraj Priti. I'm from Nepal. My hometown is Sindhupalchuk, but I born in India, West Bengal, and I am 33 years old. I've been practicing like since 2012. Okay. Uh, I'm practicing like five years. Uh, I have did like eight courses, five 10 day courses, three Satipatthana and one 20 day courses. And I have been serving like 30 or more than 30 courses. Wow. And serve. Uh, it's a very good experience and lots of like ups and downs. I feel I found different um, kinds of people around the world, different backgrounds of people, like many good people, many bad people. You can explain how the 10 day course is broken down. So why, when, if you're a new student attending, what you'll have on the first day and what you'll have on the second day and third day, you'll generally have Anapana, is that correct? Uh -huh. And then you'll get Vipassana day on day four. Mm. So if you could just explain that to people who have no idea about Vipassana, uh, okay. so you probably have a better idea uh, about what Anapana is, yeah. what you get from it, and then, so yeah, uh, if you could explain. Um, mainly Anapana is respirations, inhale and outhale, breathing, but is it like, it is not a breathing exercise. It is natural way to breathing. Whatever breathing coming in and going out, it is natural. We don't force it. Whatever it comes in, it's okay. Whatever it goes out, it's okay. You know, first we have to learn that. Mm -hmm. This is called anapana. Means ana means come in and pana means go out. Anapana. And like three and a half day when we start anapana, first day we have we don't have we don't know about anapana when new students are coming and they have to they don't know about anapana and they have to say this is the respirations and this is not the breathing exercise this is not a pranayama this is opposite of pranayama prana have a, a pranayama have a different benefits and it is have its own technique we did not condemn them but uh, this is like pure natural breath whatever we breathing now also we are breathing you know we are sitting eating sleeping yeah. as, as a natural way we have to focus and this is this is the buddha is teaching us and uh, the three and a half day when we first day we have to do like anapana respiration and secondly we have to feel where is the breath touching inner side of the nostrils outreading of the nostrils wherever it touch it like this of the this this area and third day we have to only feel only this triangular area you know Triangular so area. The, nostril, the yeah. outer ring of the yeah. nostril and then down to the down lower to the lip. low lips. Yeah. Okay. And third day we have to feel sensation also here. Whatever sensation, like itching, tingling, vibrating, like we all this type of sensation, you know. And then after only we have to, when we feel here like down the nose, where we, when yeah. we feel here like the, the, like the, the sensation, yeah. and then after vipassana is taught. When Vipassana is taught, we have all body parts, we have like sensation, but our mind is so gross and that's why we did not feel a sensation. That's why uh, they will uh, take three and a half days Anapana and then after they gave us like uh, Vipassana. We have, now we have also like, if I am talking, there is also sensation, you know, I, yeah, I feel yeah. myself. Interesting. Yeah. So now even even day-to-day -day life, you walk yeah, around yeah, and yeah. you, when spoke, I you walk, think and boom, you can yeah. focus. Okay, in my right temple, I'm feeling this sensation. Yeah. That's really cool, man. That's really cool. It's really practical. Because your brain is so yeah. subtle now. It's yeah, so now it's like, not like sad, but it's sad, little, little sad. Ah. And sometimes I feel like some anger people, I when I found, when I traveling like this, I feel like 
bit of burn inside sometimes. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you instantly recognize yeah, that. Yeah, you know, so this oh, is the very miserable people. Calm, 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 calm. calm, calm yeah, calm. interesting, man. It helps a lot in day to day life. Whenever you work, whenever you talking with people, whenever you dealing with people, yeah. people are very like like angry, you know, like this. And you have to send inside from metta, you know. Oh, yeah. anger. I'll give you metta. I guess. Yeah. So it could could you explain metta? Metta, metta is a loving and kindness. Okay. You know, uh, in ten days, in between ten days, when we are meditating and we have accumulated lots of positive vibration inside loving and kind, kindness for all all beings whenever we are uh, meditating we feel oh my mother should take this my father should take this my friend is like miserable he can do this this is this my like this like this like this and we have feelings lot of positive energy and lot of things and we have to share uh, like all beings like visual and individuals that is called metta it's a sharing on marriage and love love and kindness for all beings like all I send for you also. I send in your Europe, like all people. Where, where my friend is America, I will send Meta. He will take. Yeah. It's really. So how how do you go about doing that? So when we we got taught. First this we have on the to calm day. down ourselves. Okay. We we don't have like any passion, hatred, ill will, anger, and when we have like sensation in our body, we have to feel that sensation and we have to give to Meta for that. So you, then, so you basically feel this energy yeah, inside yeah. you, and then you think about someone who yeah. you'd like to. Yeah. Give a bit of love to. Father, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just send it through your brain waves or whatever. It's really works. Many times it's worked. Because this, this for me, again, like very skeptical person I am uh, when it comes to this stuff, and I just think, come on, it's a bit hippie. It's a bit crazy. Mm. I can't send love through thinking about love, you know. Mm. It seems like it's stupid thing to do. But clearly enough yeah. people are doing it, and obviously Buddha did it and things. So, okay, I'll look into this. I'll try it. Yeah, you, I'll try it. Um, in my life also, I have I'm one of my friends, I have like fight with him okay. uh, before and when I send him Mita, when I complete the course and when I send him Mita and complete, complete course and when I came out, I met him. What? And he said, oh Dharma, how are you? I'm amazing. And I also uh, talking with him and he said, maybe tomorrow or the after tomorrow I will meet you. Yeah. Like this. And oh, Excellent. it's really work. Wow! Same thing. Yeah. Excellent. Many, okay. many friends of mine, those who are not contact with me, they contact with me okay. because of like good vibration. Interesting. Because Just they felt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. May as well get in touch with them. So why did you start the passion? What, what, uh, what I, in my it? life, uh, I have like some accident in my life, and then I realized, uh, I don't, I, I realized that, and I found one um, old um, new boy. He told me, brother, I did Vipassana, it is very good. You also go and try. Okay. And I did not manage anything. And I go with not like only one, like one pierce of uh, clothes. I ran away to Vipassana. Oh, wow. It's very hard for me, very hard for me. I don't have like changing dress. I don't have, I stay 10 days there. And wow, doing yeah, meditation. Clothes, yeah. Just went there. yeah, because he told me and I, I have lots of excitement coming inside and I ran away. I did not manage anything. I did not do anything. And I have only 500 rupees, and I did vipassana, and 350 I donate, and 150 rupees I <laughs> they got the boss like that. Wow. And after uh, 2014, when in Nepal the earthquake is going, and that time I work in Tamil, some trekking shop, and I realize life is uncertain, but death is confirmed. Why should not I do uh, right thing? Why should not I do good for many people? That's why I'm going to join the Dhamma and I did like one survey.
sir, I really like it. And again, again, at six months, I, I get serving there. And one day I go outside, again go three months serving like that. Wow. And it takes like one and on more than one years. I found many good people, many nice people, different background of the world, different country of the world. And then after they re recommend me to go Lumini, there is also, they need some volunteer in uh, Lumini. So I, why not? I am a volunteer. Why shouldn't I? Why should not I go there? I go there and I, Lumini, I love that because the Buddha's birthplace, very, really good vibration. And I'm serving like eight, ten months there. And coming this September in here to 20 course, it's really good. The discourse were amazing really? in Lankos. Yeah. So this course, just for people out there, is um, at the end of each day you have, well, in the 10-day course, at the end of each day you have a, uh, an hour and a half now, uh -huh. of S.N. Gwenka. Yeah, discourse. And he'll, he'll, the discourse, and he'll talk about mm. why we do it mm. and the theory behind mm. why we meditate. And it's, it's very good. Yeah. It's very funny as well. Yeah. I really enjoy mm. the discourses each evening. Okay. Uh, this uh, Satipatthana course is seven-day long. If you, if you complete 10-day course, 10-day course three times, mm -hmm. and one serving, and you may join the uh, Satipatthana course okay. after and one year's regular practice. And Satipatthana course also very amazing. It is a very it is deeply level when you have like the free flow okay. like this and very and discourse is also what the Buddha really explains about the Arhant, the five hundred bhikkhus uh, in front of the Buddha, and he gave some speech. They, 500 full are enlightened in one time. Whoa! And that is the Maha Samaya Sutta, yeah. Maha Satipatthana Sutta, that called. And it is very good. And when you complete five 10 day course, one serving and one Satipatthana, then you only join the 20 day course. And wow. two hours non stop practice, morning and evening, two, two hours. And it's so you really hard. Be really yeah. committed to the passion yeah, to be yeah, able to get yeah. onto the 20 days. And after that, what's where do you go from, from And from here? then after. Then after uh, one 10-day course and again 30-day course. course. And again one 10-day course and 30-day course and 45-day course. Whoa! And two 45-day course and 60-day course. <laughs> and after that, you after, should be enlightened after 60 days. Yeah, 60 <laughs> and the Goenkaji, he really wants to like start 90-day course, but he is dead. And he's old at that time and he did not complete at 90-day course. That's why we have only like 60-day course. It's very hard, you know. Two months Yeah. 20 days anapana. 4 a.m. as well. 20 days of just focusing uh, on your yeah. breathing in uh, and yeah. 20 days. <laughs> wow. 20 days. That takes incredible mental effort. Yeah, baby, you have to concentrate your mind very quite much and you have to dedicate. It's very hard and very serious job. Everybody are only meditating, 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 nothing else. What was the hardest point? When was the, the tipping point for you where you said, okay, the passion is for me? You know? yeah. When I said like five, six, six days, and then uh, something's happening in my this during your first yeah, yeah, ten day first, course, first ten course. Okay. and I and I listened to the discourse also, and I realized, oh, this is really good. This is not like religious. This is not a sectarian. This is the universal law and nature, and that's why I I really like it. Okay, okay, and you had an experience uh, yeah, that good. day. Yeah, very good day experience. Five or six. Yeah. What yeah. was that experience? Experience like the. Like, like some, some, like some things like before when when I have done, I remember that things and I have like something like flow, you know. Interesting. Yes. So your 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 brain went back to a yeah, a, back, a, 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 a painful moment, a yeah. painful memory, and it came yeah, yeah, through came, in your yeah. in your body. You felt yeah. uh, a painful sensation. Sensation, and, and I then realized. You looked at it, and yeah. you sort of 
pro observed it, as yeah. it were, and it sort of left. Yeah. And, and you felt lighter? Yeah, lighter and very good. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay, that's really... Many people have, uh, like, different people have a different experience about uh, whatever you have accumulated your Sankara, at it is comes and you have different experience because you are in England, you have like different, different you meet different people, you have yeah. lots of like anger, hatred, you have lots of passion, lot, lots of things. You have accumulated yourself. When you irrigated that very true. Very true. That's fascinating. So if you can explain uh Sankara. Sankara yes. could you explain that to people listening to this who have no idea what a Sankara is. Sankara is like what you have accumulated like before. That is called sankara, and it comes when we are observing ourselves. It coming sometimes hatred, sometimes passion, sometimes greed, sometimes anger. You know, so this all is a past time past in your life, in your life, this life you, and before life. That's an so this is a heavy topic. Yeah. So this is obviously you have to start investing in the idea of reincarnation, yeah. rebirth. So that for me, I'm still not there yet. No, 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 no. In, in my head, I'm still right. Okay, I get that one more. But this life, we have accumulated lots of sankara. Of you know? There's been lots moments things, where yeah. I've had moment thoughts of moment. hatred, or I've mm. done stupid things, or I've stolen a couple yeah. of things. That's the sankara. <laughs> That's the sankara. It comes like sometimes it, you know, sometimes we meditate. It comes like pain. It is not a physical pain. It is mental pain. You know. Fascinating. And it, yeah. And, and so yeah. by observing that yeah. and saying, okay, okay, this is how many, how long it lasts? Yeah. Let's let's let's. Feel how long it lasts. Mm, yeah. It dissipates. Yeah, dissipates. That's, it, li it lifts your, takes that weight off you. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. And how you are feeling That's like good. ten days? Uh, so yeah, that, uh, very good. <laughs> I feel good, man. The day, okay, I'll, I'll definitely explain this in a few other interviews, I'm sure. But day four was horrendous. Hated day four. Hate. Very close. Because I did the atihana, the one hour uh, sitting. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, every time. Uh, the one hour of sitting, no movement, and because I'm stupid, in my head I was like, okay, I've got to do this now, and I just sat there for an hour, and I was nearly died. I came out of there and I was shivering. I was a wreck. My knees were shot, and I was just like, what the hell is this? You know, this is so painful. It's torture. And then obviously you come out, and the guys were like, why don't you torture yourself? Like if it's that painful, you can move. It's not. The end of the world. Next time, just you know, move less. I didn't realise that at the time. So day four was horrendous. Day eight was tough. Day eight and day four. But now I feel great. Obviously, you. Some people have a like difficult moment, like two days and six days. Many of people they have. Otherwise, like similarly, like four days, eight days, like yeah, three I days. See. You know? Generally, people have a couple of yeah, days yeah, yeah, where yeah. they they really yeah. struggle. Same like Goenkaji also. He also ran away like two days. Yeah, sure. And yeah. his friend, he's called and said, no, 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 you have good sensation here, you have this taste here. And he completed the course, now he's a great teacher. Yeah, know? absolutely, yeah, yeah. Fascinating, man. Yeah. And you, so you had, uh, what was the hardest day? What was the hardest moment where you were like, maybe Vipassana isn't, isn't for me? Like it's six, seven days. Yeah, after the first course. Yeah, first course, yeah. Yeah, I see. And at daytime, you say, oh, this is not for me. I was ran away. But evening discourse really helps me. Absolutely. I think if anyone... encourages me, yeah. I think you're right, man. I think, because certainly for me, the discourse yeah. every evening yeah. was really nice, like really interesting, and uh, really peps you up. It gets you motivated. Mm. So what I would, I'm sure, would you recommend the same? If you do a 10-day course, you should always wait until the discourse yeah. each evening. Yeah, Just yeah. focus on that. Focus on getting through to that video. And if you don't like the discourse, mm. then, then maybe you think about quitting, you know. But. And Every time different experience. If you do next time, yeah, 
different is experience. It? Excellent. And so would you say the second time is easier? Similar? Sometimes is sometimes many people have difficult, but some people have easier also because the the second course when you took when you took the first day they gave like long instruction you know one and a half hour okay instruction in nine to eleven when you are going to resistance quarter to, quarter to meditate at that time they go give all uh, student instruction is and and we are focusing that and we are whatever he told we have to. Apply that, and it's difficult. You know? yeah. <laughs> but if you have regular practice, like morning and evening, it's okay, yeah. not problem. But if you don't have practice and you go like next goal to join, it is difficult. I can imagine. Yeah. I can imagine, dude. That's mental, though. And so, when you serve, when you serve, so you how long? How many courses have you served for now? How many? Countless, like, like maybe thirty and more than thirty. Excellent. And so. And you find that harder. Generally, it's harder yeah, to serve. Yeah. Even though you can talk with your other servers. Yeah, server. Uh, small centers, not problem. Okay. A big, pro big center problem. You know, it, this is big center, and there is sometimes like less volunteer. Sometimes we arrange like only three people Whoa. to hold. You know? For a hundred or yeah. so people. Yes. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, so when we are like taking three people, like that, that, that time, eighty-four, eighty-six um, students Whoa. on male side. Oh Christ! I did only like dining hall. Two people only in hall. Oh. So on our course it was what fifty males, yeah, uh, and we had know, maybe seven yeah, no, six, or eight. Sixty-two, sixty-four male. Okay. Sixty-two female. Now. Ah, okay. Course. But we had we had quite a few. You know? We had uh, how many? Eight or nine servers. Ah uh, 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 yeah. This on time this lots course. of servers. Yeah. Sometimes difficult. Ah, I can see. At that time, uh, I my first uh, like course I have served. It's very difficult. Five days, I have worked very hard. Five days, my full body is pain is because of working. Whoa. You know, like four, four thirty to till nine, nine thirty, and there's a meta session, and we have to rest time at eleven, maybe ten thirty, eleven. Is it? Yeah. When you go in your room, uh, then after our meta session is gone. Whenever the uh, whole days we have to done, and we have to give like meta for students, meta for like all people's beings. And teachers, and we are sharing our marriage with uh, each others too. And tomorrow, and and we are discussing about tomorrow. The course manager uh, said tomorrow you have to do this, you do this, you do this. Today we have this this type of mis mistakes. Tomorrow we did not have to do like this, like this, like this. And we have to program at that time. And when we finish our program, and then after we go like our room to sleep. Yes, man. That's insane. <laughs> Could you explain the five precepts? Five precepts mean don't killing, don't stealing, don't uh, don't just sex, misconduct, don't lying, and don't harm other words or don't take alcohol like this, like uh, ah, no drugs, and no, no drugs, no, no alcohol, drink. no meat, no like that. Ah, interesting. Okay, five. See, the two that I need more explanation. So yeah. no killing, no stealing. I understand. Uh, uh, so the mis sexual, sexual misconduct. misconduct. Now, what is that exactly? So sexual misconduct means. It doesn't mean you did not sex anyone. You, okay. know? you have to sex only one person. Ah, I see. You know, only so one no person. Cheating. Yeah, yeah. Don't go like other 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 people to sex, 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 sex. You know, you have to sex only one people. And okay. later on, later on, when you grow on dhamma, dhamma, it become less, 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 and you have like. Ah, and eventually you become yeah, yeah. celibate. Yeah, celibate. Yeah. Interesting. But so is uh, you can still have a family and things and all that stuff. Me. That's, but you can. Through the passion, you can still be enlightened if you have a kid. Yeah, sometimes, but um, sometimes, but uh, I, I'm trying like do less, 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 less because sometimes people do not understand like right way, and sometimes we have to do like 
we have to treat like wrong way that's i'm like sometimes we have to speak like you know yeah otherwise we have to control okay because okay. we have outside of society different backgrounds people they did not understand what i'm saying truly but they did not follow and yeah, that, that time we have to break like little bit but yeah, yeah of course <laughs> yeah i'm with you I'm with you. <laughs> and uh, the other one was the uh with the food so no eating meat uh, yeah. it, so that's just no harm to other living yeah. beings no in vipassana they did not teach us do not eat meat but uh, if somebody kills you know kills goats like this and they say this is for you mm-hmm. i kill this and this is not eatable and somebody offer you i am only offering for you this first and i want to kill what you are to eat at this three steps uh, we did not eat. otherwise it's okay because many monks in thailand they use meat okay many yeah. monastery they have used meat do they kill the meat themselves no How would, how they buy. They get, how do they just buy the meat? They buy, the yeah. They do not. But no one offers them yeah. the meat directly, yeah. and they don't kill the meat themselves. Yeah. But they can buy it from the supermarket. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. All right. So this is good. Uh, the other. So the final one you mentioned. What was the fifth one? The fifth uh, precept. Which one? The fifth one. Don't killing. Don't stealing. Don't 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 stealing. Don't killing. And don't sexual misconduct. Yeah. And when don't use drugs. Ah yes. Drugs and drink. Yeah, drugs, drinks. Makes sense. So, yeah. so that's because, to stop because, clouding your... Yeah, it's a very strong, like, uh, sensation, you know, mm-hmm. and we did not feel it. Okay. Because the, when we used, uh, like, alcohol and when we use drugs, like, it's have a very strong sensation. Mm-hmm. And it's always, like, when we take, uh, the sensation always wants to take this, this, this. I want to drugs, I want to drugs, because of sensation, you know. Mm-hmm. That's why it is. And when you drink, tomorrow you will try and you will try to make it you did not find any senses and your mind is very gross you did not feel settled one like you it happens okay you'll try yeah, i'll try it yeah. man no doubt <laughs> i'll make a couple of beers i think i'll give it a go okay man no, this is good this is great uh and so any any recommendations and, and why would you recommend vipassana yeah at least a 10-day course to give it a trial vipassana is like pure mind and matter that's why it is good and it is a pure way and natural path this is like same like nature's whatever nature's uh, play them itself's role we have playing ourselves we did not harm anybody this is not sectarian belief this is not dogma this is not philo- philosophy it is like pure mind and matter how mind works how matter works how matter influence about mind when mind influence about matter this is only that that's why it's very good the real way it's that's pure way yeah. reality the reality Focus pure reality, reality yeah yeah, yeah. Fascinating. And before you go, the uh, the best experience, the most mental kind of mind-blowing experience you've yeah, had through meditation. 20 days course, okay. um, like sometime, uh, 20 day course, uh, when I sit, too much Sankara coming and I did not control, and my mind did not control that Sankara okay, and okay. I say, oh, it's very, very hard to absorb this sensation and these things. And I want to, because I already have 8, 9, 10 months in the center. And I have determined, great determination, oh, not. This is like little things. Why Why should I run? I have very bad experience at that time. Many Sankaras coming to in our, my mind. Yeah, and, and you know, 20 degrees, we, uh, we only go the meditation on the cell. Oh, okay, so you're no. And hall at six to seven only. We have to present at six to seven group sitting only. Otherwise, we go only meditation. Say some some people are uh, meditation five hours, some four hours, some three hours, some like wow. six hours. 
And so, and how, what happened when you had that overwhelming feeling? Did you uh, get any no, the, crazy experience? No. Me? Yeah. Yeah. One is that, and another one is like I don't know. Sometimes I, I'm going like total dissolution like that. My mind is not working. My body is not working. So you? Yeah. Uh, five, fifteen, ten, twenty minutes. Fifteen or twenty minutes. Yeah. And just complete. Uh, completely. I don't know why I'm. Uh, why. Wow. <laughs> just because you every vibration, yeah, you feel yeah. vibration. Feel. Uh, feel. Uh, I feel vibration. And I don't know where I'm at. And after a few minutes, I. Oh. You feel no pain, you feel yeah, no, no, nothing. There's no body, there's yeah. no mind, it's just. That's total, dissolution, total dissolution, you know? Total dissolution of the body and mind. Yeah, body and mind. It's open That's mind. and huge, man. Okay. Wow. This is awesome. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, yeah, I'm sure I'll, we'll be in touch. Dharma, yeah. my brother. Thank you, brother. All the best. <coughs> Interview two. Uh, hello, sir. And if you could introduce yourself, name, age, nationality, and preferred meditation position. Okay. Name. My name is Nate Menninger. 23 years old, from the United States of America, and uh, Boston, in that lovely state of Massachusetts. And uh, preferred meditation. I, I'd like to the most comfortable position was just to sit with my legs in front of me, my sweatshirt holding my legs together. Excellent. So I ruined my sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, stretch yeah. that little puppy out. Because the first, uh, what, two days, you oh, tried every I position. tried every, I feel like you got to try everything. So yeah. I tried every single position I think you that I could invent. Every two or three minutes, yeah. you're trying a different one. Oh, 100%. Yeah. What, so you were down with dog for a little while? Oh, I tried, tried that, but I think that was illegal. Because yeah. the guy was like, Ugh. You shouldn't really down with dog. Apparently. And then at the beginning, I was lying down, and then they're like, "Don't do that." There's a lot of rules, it seems, in the yeah. past. <laughs> no, no. They say uh, you can do anything, but you can't. Yeah, you can sit however you like, but you can't. But yeah, you can't. But you can't. But you can't. But you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an odd one. I was like, "Can I lie down?" Like, yes, but not in here. Like, okay. <laughs> it's so true. It's so, so true. That's what he said. So. Yeah. So I sat with my legs like that, and then yeah. Okay, and you just felt that was the most comfortable, and you went from there? That was the easiest. Yeah, well, that's the main thing. Yeah, which <laughs> at that point yeah, yeah. was all I wanted. Absolutely, you're uh, doing ten and a half hours of that shit. I mean, I was just thinking, day. this is day zero. I have let's get comfy. A life and more. Let's settle into this little puppy. Excellent. And so, let's start from the beginning. Right. Why? Why Vipassana? Why ten uh, days? Why do this crazy, yeah, yeah. crazy thing? Well, uh, it's definitely crazy, I think. I just like I like doing really extreme things, so I've been trying my whole life to do the most extreme things I can find. So uh, I started with running the bulls, and then I uh, I, I did this thing as deep sea scuba diving in Belize, which is like uh, it was super legal. I did it, I never scuba dived, and then I went to backcountry skiing in Patagonia, Excellent. and I lived in a Brazilian favela, and I just keep trying to do the most extreme cool. things I can do. And, uh, I don't have that much money to do the real extreme things right now, uh -huh. like you know, wingsuiting or, or living in the Sahara Desert. But uh, I looked up, you know, what's something I could do that's cheap. Okay. I looked at my list and uh, my mental list, you know, visualization. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, you know, like some things are cheap and not that much time. Uh, well, I've always wanted to live in a Buddhist temple. Okay. 
to see to be take a noble silence and like that's extreme. That in the middle extreme. of the mountains and the Himalayas with snow everywhere. Literally like five monks were all walking around. And so I researched it and found out that that doesn't exist. Okay. And the closest thing to silence is Vipassana. And uh, I had taken a Buddhist class once because it was more interesting than like Christianity or technically I'm Jewish, but I don't practice. And uh, I was like, yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna meditate, I'm just gonna go. My friends have a saying, uh, they saying, it's called First Pump Balls Deep. Nice. And it's pretty offensive, I know. But massively, but yeah. But it's, it's just means if you're doing it the first time, you're you're going Get all in. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All in. So I was like, say. if I'm gonna do it, I'm coming to Nepal, which I thought was the origin, or close to Tibet, the origin, which yes. I was wrong. Oh, okay. is it not? As, I mean, India. India. So Dhamma's still with us, just to clarify. Buddhism began in Nepal. He is from Nepal. Buddha India. Buddha is born in Nepal. I was born in Nepal. Oh, so I picked the right place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he started. Good, good, yeah. It makes me feel good. In Lumbini. So not here in Kathmandu. How far away is Lumbini? Yeah, from like 285 km. 285 km. Okay. Very specific. Thank you, Dawes. Yeah, 283. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I came to do that and then to do Everest and then some other tall mountains because I wanted to knock out. A couple more stories Super. to like write about and Super. So oh yeah. Why. So you, you and now you wanna you're starting a blog or you're starting a, a I'm just right now I'm compiling all these stories, you know? Excellent. And uh, you're trying to make a, how gonna, Yeah, I'm half like seven stories now. Um, some are pretty weird, but That's cool. Hopefully man. the hope is you know, you put them together, they're really extreme and you you sell a place and it's like Hey, we'll send a film crew with you if you go compete in underground UK boxing. Yeah, Or, you nice, know, you dude. go become a Tokyo Drift driver. Yeah, And excellent. we'll make a documentary of you doing some stupid, insane stuff. That's a cool idea. And I'm just an average guy just yeah. trying it. That's good, man. I like that. Yeah, yeah we'll I could, I'd watch it. I'd I think you'd watch, watch it. it. Yeah, no doubt. Hell yeah. yeah. That's cool. But, so, so go back. Back to Vipassana. Yeah. If you could get lost there. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, right back. Um, so... We're talking a diff. I was trying to explain about the technique and what it is and stuff. Yeah. So ignore that stuff. But the hardest experience, worst experience in the ten days. I don't know. You... I think the, I think the worst experience. It's all pretty fucking bad, to be honest. Um, it's, <laughs> it's like Loki, like it's like I don't know if you guys listening know, but the interviewer here, George, ran triathlons, everything. He said it's. I mean, his words, triathlon is what, a few hours, is 10 days. 10 days. And it sucks. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's it not, does. It's full on, man. It was, it's it sucks. It's, it's, it's 14 like, hours. Like, I'm, like, I was a high-level athlete. You think that we could handle it? Yeah. I read people's articles. This is the hardest thing I've ever done. I thought, these Ooh, guys are pussies. Yeah. Yes. And I'm, I'm sorry I'm using so much for fans. Nah, don't worry, man. But it's good motivation, man. Yeah, yeah, we can beep it out. Yeah. And, uh, and it was hard. Yeah. But... I think your question was uh, the hardest. The what, hardest what part day, is, what, I think day day six. I had a like uh, I had that out of body experience, and then I only wanted that again. I just craved like this out of body experience, yeah, and okay. I like imagined that there was a after I had the experience there was a lever on my forehead. Whenever the lever lifted, I was like feeling really great. And whenever it was down, I felt terrible. It was on my nose, and uh, so I just focused on this lever. But that only made it worse. And then it was just pounding for like wow. a day. Jeez, and what I was your like, head? I'm gonna fucking go. Yeah. 
But you went in pretty hardcore from what you were telling me. I mean, so for first timers, we yeah. should have three meals a day, we have breakfast, we have dinner, and then we have a small evening meal. We'll have a bit of fruit, some rice. Can, you get, uh, can you get extra on the evening meal? Uh, yeah, you can keep going back for a while. Yeah, I love those rice crispies. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, but you decided no. Screw yeah. that. If I'm going in, I'm going balls deep. If I'm going, if I'm first pump, I'm going balls deep. So I, I thought you were supposed to sleep on the floor. I thought that's what I heard. Right? There's three precepts in the, that they, the old students have to follow as well. And that's like, one is no comfy beds, two is no food after noon, and then I never heard the third one. Yeah. So could I just, you, could you, if you did a second third 10 precept? day, what was the eighth the... precept? So I figured I, I couldn't really do that. I'd try, but. Yeah, yeah. So I, uh, yeah, so I put my bed on the ground and then, which I realized you didn't have to do. <laughs> Not at all. Old students didn't do that. But uh, the bed, yeah, the bed was nice. And I couldn't have lemon water after the first day because then they put up the sign old students only. So you didn't have the lemon so water? So I, I wasn't an old student, but I could never have fruits because fruits were only for new students in yeah. the afternoon. So you were the worst. And I think. really wanted fruit. Yeah. I got fruit one day because they put, forgot to put the sign up in the morning. <laughs> and I was like... I didn't know. That's cool, man. No fair play. Uh, so that was your worst experience, best experience, I think. or weirdest experience. Something like yeah. I don't know. A couple of weird experiences. I left my body that one time, like. So how did you do that? Yeah, I was. It was a third. We had our afternoon. We have three sessions in a row. An hour, fifteen. Hour, fifteen. Hour, fifteen. This fucking. If you get through this, you're done with the day. Yeah. Right. But it sucks. Yeah. Right. It's horrible. And the third one is brutal. Yeah. Right. Absolutely brutal. Because you've already got the second one, it's like, oh my god. And the third one, I'm sitting there, and I just zoned out. Completely zoned out. And and zoned out so much so that I wasn't even thinking about anything, you know? Yeah. And all of a sudden, I'm doing these scans, you know, my, down off my arm. And I, and I kind of pull back from my body. And I feel this, like, the lever go up, you know? Yeah. I hadn't felt the lever yet. Okay, so this is amazing. And I, I go up, and I'm like floating now like imagine yourself five ten ten feet two feet back from the top of your head okay okay and you're looking down and it's all black and then i was like looking at parts of my body and i would scan them okay like i would just look at it and it'd scan instantly feel instantly and it but there was no pain there was no pain there was no pleasure it was just tingling everything was just the same okay and then a spiral came and i was looking down the spiral vortex and I was like, fuck, that was sick. And I was like, damn, that's sick. And then from then on, and you had the craving. Yeah, but I had a couple other cool ones. I had like, uh, I imagined a, a, bog, a bog, yeah, a bag of McDonald's on my head sure. at one point. Yeah. And uh, I was like, oh, this is what Goiko means by uh, craving, so go away. And I had this <laughs> ring around my head that was scanning me like a, like a scanner, you know, like a... So you did the whole visualization at thing. This point, at this point, I was that. using it as, I figured it was training wheels. Okay. You know? Yeah, yeah, Because I later asked the teacher, bit. I was like, I'm envisioning a ring. Is that all right? He's like, no, no, no. I, I could do it without the ring by that point. But I was doing this ring like a, like imagine a, a, a metal scan. rod. Yeah, a CT scan, basically yeah. the same thing. And something going down and up. And I, that also the McDonald's bag disappeared. And I was like, this is what he means. My cravings are going away. And then it got over my neck and onto my body. And my body just turned into cheeseburgers. <laughs> and everything was a cheeseburger. And it was all humming. And I felt amazing. And I was like, you know what? I don't know about Cuenca, but I like my cravings, and <laughs> I'm going to keep them. Like, I'm not going to really accept that part right now, but... Oh. And then it just kept getting worse. I couldn't, like, I, the, the sensation got so much that day nine, I woke up, and, uh, and like, 
uh, woke up, went to my meditation, went back to sleep, couldn't sleep, obviously can't sleep at that point. But I go into like an alternate, like a dream mode, but I'm awake. Wow. So okay. I'm, I'm swimming now, and like I'm full on swimming in real life. Whoa. And I can feel it, and I don't like it, and I'm like trying to wake up, and I start shaking my head, and I'm still like swimming with my arms. And, and I wake up and I, I'm like, fuck, that sucked. That yeah. was dope. Okay. Uh, so you, you got some real trippy answers. Yeah, there were some weird ones. Yeah. That's, there were some weird ones. Yeah. All right. All right. I don't know where to go with that one. <laughs> it was... It was so, uh, I mean, so one thing they preach is no visualization, no right. verbalization. So I, I tried to... Yeah. You, you dabbled well, a little bit. I, I thought... I tried to follow the rules as closely as possible. So they said... Which is weird because you, everyone you hear goes to this is like, oh, you learn so much about yourself. But I, they tell you not to think. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think about myself. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't think during my thing, I wouldn't think about myself, you know, like that's not what you're here for. Yeah. You know? Okay. So I didn't have like those really until the last one. But I did I did the little imagination only because oh, I, I, I wasn't like imagining it, it was just there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm with you. And yeah, then I had to. I had to it was just there. I wasn't like imagining it. And yeah. then I eventually had to not, like actively not imagine it. Just be real. Come back to reality. This can't be like, true. This yeah. can't be real. It was just like close your eyes and you see like... Yeah, your body or your thing. Interesting. With the McDonald's thing. Uh, <laughs> I would see some there. fucked up shit. I would see like moths. I remember <laughs> an army of moths with crowns. And like the king moth was like... They were all talking and yelling at me. And <laughs> I was like in a... I was like in a castle, and then there was like these four giant like I don't know if you've seen Lord of the Rings, but there's one scene in the third movie where they go into this like this place, uh, not a sanctuary, but in the mountain, and there's the oh yeah, the yeah, yeah. ghost uh, god or whatever, yeah, yeah, the and there's like dead. there's this big room, and there's all these statues, and all the statues were around me like coming to life, and they were just like like discussing like when? I was like what, a good you, person. Where the hell were you? I was like day first? one, day two. Right. So when uh, you close your eyes and you're breathing, you have uh, mind. Right, this is when your mind is wandering. That's and, a cool and, mind you got there. And weird fucking I mean like things Moth that no one's have thought of before. Like I was like a visionary. I was feeling like like this is what people write books about. This is how people no, get right. ideas of like Harry Potter because they're <laughs> tripping balls and they have like balls of the now you could write a And I didn't feel like I was tripping balls, I was just like yeah. This is just like I just think of weird That's shit. Awesome. I'm just fucking weird. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah, the best people are, man. The best people are. I don't know who the best. <laughs> That's I, got, the, the, the I still got some bad problems. Not gonna <laughs> tell them, but. Uh, Half of what got me. Yeah, I don't know. No, it's cool, man. That's cool. Half of what got me through it was like maybe like it. It's all. Yeah. Uh, me, a bit more uh, straight and narrow. Uh, no, no, no. It was like the girls at the end. Oh no, tell. Yeah, maybe, I, big, maybe I'll fall in love with him. Yeah. Maybe I'll fall in love with one. Yeah. And sure enough, I fell in love with 15. Don't think they like me, but... Yeah, we'll find out. First we'll five seconds, I was in love with them. No doubt, man. Well, 100%. Love at first sight, isn't it? I, and I fell... And you can fall in love. Who says yeah, the one? On. It's all eternal love, isn't it? It's love and happiness. Sharing is caring. Um, what I will say is, we'll go back to topic. 10 days, would you recommend it? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I would recommend it to actually everyone. Actually, it's best for people who don't want to do it. Because yeah. uh, people who want to do it, you're, you're already fine. Like, you already think about doing good things. You know, like, probably everyone there, maybe one or two people. Like, They're there for the right reason. Yeah, they're already there because they, like, they already think, innately think, like, I'll do nice things for other people. I'm mm -hmm. going to 
I'm gonna not steal, lie, cheat, and stuff. They already think that. And mm. then those are just, you know, it's easy for strengthened them to throughout yeah, yeah. the period. Absolutely. But you already have it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Really, that's not important. I think yeah. it's more important to give it to someone who doesn't have it. It doesn't, yeah, yeah. Or how do you convince someone? Who's... Absolutely. Yeah, it doesn't want to experience it. Fascinating. That's, and, I just uh, want people to experience the fucking... I think it's just good, really good for mental toughness. Just to I go, think it's insane. Like, I, the whole time I was thinking, I was like, I'm going to text my, or email my coach, like, hey, if you have any kids who are injured or like, sign them to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they'll It'll find teach. out if, if they're really going to be fucking good competitors. Agreed. Like, it's hard. It's really psychologically one of the toughest things you can do. And will you keep practicing? You're going to keep going with it? I don't think so, actually. Okay. I think it's, I have a weird logic, weird yeah. logic, but they say don't crave. Yeah. And I don't crave meditation. Okay. At all. But are you averse to it? You have, I just you don't. You aversion to it. I just, meditation. no. I don't hate it. I don't crave it. I just don't need it. Okay. I feel like I don't, I don't need to do it. I like, maybe I'll wake up and feel yeah. the sensations and yeah, kind of play the sensation game, as I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, It's kind of cool. But I feel like <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, okay. All right. Maybe in the future. Yeah, yeah, come back to it. But right now, you think you're a bit too young, you're a bit too... No, yeah, it's not even that. I just don't... I don't you think... Don't need it. You're happy enough. At, at the basic principle, if you're doing meditation, you want to be better. I mean, or you want something out of it. To change. Kind of you do want change. something out of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of counterintuitive to the whole notion it's, it's of meditation. Because they yeah, say you're yeah. not supposed to expect anything, but yet you're doing meditation to get something. It's a rabbit hole. It's and I'm, I'm kind of like... Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think there's... That's hard. That's a hard this thing a hard for me to get up to. Yeah, yeah. It's a hard precipice. I can't fathom that. It's very difficult. It's an ultimate question, that, in a way. Yeah, I just... I, yeah, it's... I can't... I, there's, yeah. there's a lot of craving. I think I think you probably need to go through a tough stage, maybe? Like a real tough breakup, maybe? Or like a real I think tough... it's a lot better for people who are in some fucked up situations. Yeah, that's I agree. Like, agree. People who are there are crying and like... They had like serious girlfriends or yeah, fucking. Yeah, yeah. I just came here. I yeah, yeah, got no girlfriend. I'm like, I'm the same man in that in that respect. I'm like, so I'm I didn't, just didn't really child. need it. I just wanted to give it yeah. a go and get. And a you didn't have any. I didn't really have any crying moment. No, 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 no. But then again, I've I've had a very happy and blessed life. So that's that's also what I, I think I realized. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like, my my shit. People are probably thinking of some bad stuff that's happened to them, and I'm like. Yeah, you're making up children's Real, tales about mothkings. Nothing bad or bad bad has happened to me. Absolutely. Like, so, that's interesting, man. Well, thank you, mate. Appreciate this. But we should do another podcast when you release your book. Oh, uh, again. Do you have to get published to release a book? Oh, yeah, well, whatever. You're almost still alive by then. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we're going to get a photo of you in your meditation position for the folk. Ah. My man. Mate. When do we interview you? Uh, I just, I, I'm always on interview. <laughs> I'm always on record. Whatever. I could do an interview with you. So, interview number three. Uh, if you could, sir, just your name, age, nationality, and favorite meditation position. Okay, so my name is Roy Kanevsky. I'm 23 years old. I'm from Israel. And my favorite meditation posture is supposed to be half lotus. Oh, nice. You can do that already. Yeah, but not like the for the one hour sitting. Like okay. my knee, I think it's very like in a bad yeah, form cool. right now. Yeah, fair enough. So fair enough. I got back to like a regular sit. How you call it? Just cross-legged. Cross-legged. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Fair enough, man. Thank That's you. cool. That's cool. <laughs> I, I've managed that a little while. I got halfway cross-legged, <laughs> and I took that as well. That's cool. So basically what we'll do is we'll, I already took a photo of Dama. Really? The guy who did five years of meditation. His he did Half Lotus as well. His name's Dama, man. What a cool name. Mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so he did Half Lotus. Yeah. So we'll compare. We'll get a shot of you later on. <laughs> just for the listeners so they can put a face yeah, to the yeah. voice. But yeah, yeah, excellent, man. Thank so, you. Yes. why the passion? Why did you do the 10-day course? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what brought you to the passion? If you could. Right. Um, well, you know, I've been practicing meditation and searching and investigating Buddhism for the couple last years. Okay. Um, why was that? Like, like from what or yeah, what did I learn? What, what, what sparked you into Buddhism in particular? Why, why go down that path in the first place? Uh, at first, just, you know, when something uh, cures your mind, I don't think you doubt it. You just read about it, you learn. But it was a long journey. I think uh, I had a girlfriend in 19, when okay. I was 19, and uh, she had a mother. She was like a white witch, always traveling India, okay. and she opened my mind to a spirituality world at all. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, so from there, I think the seed was planted. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And since then, you know, it comes and goes. But uh, the big uh, jump of my spiritual path was actually in the military service of. Me. Of me as a yeah, I was a commander. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I was like uh, I had 15 soldiers. Jeez. Uh, most of them girls, actually. Okay. Yeah, okay. it was uh, like uh, I was the head of the post-production department. Okay. In the film unit in the army. Interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and you, so why why did that come about? Uh, yeah, always because, had an interest in filmmaking. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That okay. because I want to serve as a, in my profession. You know, we have to serve in Israel. Yep. So I at least like, okay, let's make the best of it for myself also. And for the army, if I do what well, I'm best of it. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're making promotional videos for the army? <laughs> yeah, it was like a... Oh, is that water? Oh, nice. Thank you, man. Thank you. Cheers. I'll take it. So, what was the question, sorry? Uh, promotional videos. Was it? Yeah, it was like the, the spokesman army? unit, working with the media. Okay. That's the base. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you really enjoyed because that was your passion from before. Yeah, I, I went to college also after high school before that. that okay. was my, that's my profession, yeah. I guess. As, as you can see. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're getting filmed for the podcast, first time. Oh, Exciting yeah. Exciting times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I looked down at the phone. Yeah, yeah. That's really pointless. <laughs> Uh, that's grand though, man. Okay. Yeah, so, so what, I mean, what, did you see much action or how does that work no, if you're in post-production uh, like, for the army? You get a lot of pressure, you know, when as a commander, mm-hmm. the head, head of a department. Okay. So you get a lot of pressure, you you fight a lot of with the officers and, and your soldiers. Not fight like, you know, physically, but there's a lot of uh, mental Mm-hmm. pressure all the time and Absolutely. there's a lot of work and you have a lot of responsibility you've got to shout to be heard and get your yeah yeah you know and I was I was young how old I was it's like 21 jeez man yeah, yeah okay yeah, so yeah. Uh, okay. so you, you turned to meditation at that stage no I was like it was coming and off I meditation I was going to YouTube putting meditation sounds try to like listen okay, just relax and yeah you know like searching but you know, reading books, but and then I was like, I have to find some, I don't know, call it a cure or something, how to handle this pressure. It doesn't, 
makes sense this pressure it doesn't because I'm I'm very much suffering you know so I went more into Buddhism read more books my mom I don't know if it's a good karma or not but my mom uh, she had a new partner in okay. life and he was a mindful he was a psychotherapist okay. and a mindfulness teacher a meditative practice for like 20 oh, years. Perfect, okay, so, he's the guy so yeah, so he helped me also him. and he gave me books and we had also talk, a lot of talks. So I really got into that more. Okay. Uh, and so it goes on and goes on and another major... Yeah. Oh, that's kind of fast, man. Yeah, it really was. So good service here. Yeah. Good man. That's great. Oh, shit. <laughs> good manly drink. Man, well. Thank you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we're, uh, and then like, okay, like, year later, I have a major crisis, another one in my life, like a very hard breakup. Okay. Very hard breakup. With your girlfriend. Yeah, she yeah. Is, how old were you? Nineteen when you were together, first time. I know it's not the same girl. Ah, okay. Then. Not the same girlfriend. Okay. Uh, but what, why was that so tough? If you don't mind me asking, is, is that? Well, yeah, no, no, it's not personal. It's. I, I just didn't see it coming at all. Okay. It's, everything was perfect, and just ah. one night, yeah, out of nowhere, she was like, Phew. and I was yeah. blind because oh, wow. yeah, I was very tough. blind. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then it's like hit me so hard, man. It's, I never was, was real depression. It's not depression, but it's, it's like I went, it's like I've never been such a broken. Piece of person, uh, oh, yeah, it was very no hard. identity, kind of in, in a way. Yeah, or? like no, like the ego gets hurt very much, you know, okay. and uh, and you just can't understand, wow. and you just you are so, and then I'm like getting more into that and more to practice, and it really helped me. So I'm actually grateful for her, you know, for the breakup. At the yeah, end. fascinating. Okay, <laughs> everything up is for a reason, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So yeah. here we are, like in Nepal. Um, I'm starting my journey in Nepal in a Buddhist monastery for four weeks, volunteering, teaching English there. Okay. The monks. Yeah. So I'm living with that's my what that became a dream of mine just to live with the monks. Every time I saw a monk, I was getting excited. I don't know if it's like that's karma cool. from the past, you know. Yeah, like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Uh, but that so I said, and then after the monastery, I went to trekking a bit. So I went to Annapurna. Uh, and then I met there an Israeli girl called Neta. She told me she's going to a Vipassana. I already wanted to go to Vipassana. I didn't know very much what it is actually. Same. But I no, felt, but, okay, I want to try. Yeah. You know, I think the New Age make it a kind of bad reputation with Vipassana. People think like, oh, you're going to Vipassana, you're going to be quiet and silent for 10 days. But that's not the point, man. Yeah, agreed. But that's what they say, but it's not the main point. You know, it's part of it and it's very important, I think. Agreed. The silence is yeah. crucial. It's, <laughs> it's crucial. bloody difficult. But it is crucial, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And and they're like, yeah. So I'm going and I don't know how to explain. But when I came to Nepal, like I booked, I, I knew that I'm going to India. Uh-huh. So I got a visa for 90 days here, and I didn't thought about a lot what I'm going to do in Nepal. And I, I actually I don't think I really calculate the time that I'm going to spend here. Mm-hmm. But I booked like for tomorrow the flight for the 13th of December okay and when I finished the track I'm like okay I have two weeks left and I have nothing else to do oh wow okay okay so I have a free time and I really felt like okay I'm done with Nepal I'm gonna move on okay and like okay so 
what you did, what you eat. Like, okay, so so I tried to go to another monastery, it was fully booked, and then the, the pastor and I, of course, I'm like, oh, that's amazing, like, the, the, on the 12th. Yeah, it's yeah, on the 12th, yeah, yeah, yeah. so one day before I fly, that could be cool, but you're on the wait list. Well, I'll stand up anyway. Yeah. And then they told me, yeah, you're in. So here I am. That's cool, man. That's my story. That's a great story. Yeah. Wow, that's so good. <laughs> Mine was literally nothing like that. Mine was like, oh, I heard Sam Harris talking about it on a podcast. Like yeah. No, I'll give that a go. It's a good little challenge for me. Yes. That's cool, man. Thank that's really you. in depth. You're a great storyteller, dude. Thank <laughs> you. Um, that's my job. Yeah, you're good at it. That's it. Um, so the plan, what's the next question? So I'm going to explain a little bit, and already I know Dharma has, about yeah. what the passion is, and so people have got an idea already, hopefully okay. by this stage what the course is all about and what the structure of the days is. So, hardest part for yourself? The hardest, hardest day or the hardest moment where you were like, you know what, fuck the past kind of thing, it was a moment. I think you get those moments like a couple, couple of times in, in a day, you know? Agreed. Uh, but uh, back in Israel, I'm like practicing Kung Fu for the past years. Okay. So I have like a true Kung Fu master. Oh, Israel, nice. here's my food. Got some bread. Thank you, man. Thank you. Wow, looks good. It does look very good, man. You can pause it there and come back after you eat. It's up to you. We can keep going. If you can eat and talk, we can keep going. No, I don't think we need to eat and talk. Okay, let's stop. Okay, Okay. and we're back. Uh, So, back to the question. The question was. Hardest day. So you say that there's loads of moments each yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. But the hardest, couple of hardest moments, or hardest days? The hardest day, as I can really recall, is, was the seventh day. Okay. Why is that? Yeah. Uh, after the Adetana ceiling, the mm. strong determination that you see. One hour. One hour. Yeah. Not moving. Uh, I was like, I think it really drains the, my whole energy. So I was like, out of it and like it's like I lost my ability to concentrate after that so is like, that a morning was that the morning one or the yeah yeah one? the morning oh, so we got the break okay. I come back I go back and then I'm like okay let's try to concentrate no ability no ability like no couldn't get any senses yeah or and I feel so exhausted like because like I don't know like because like after a psychological treatment or something oh interesting okay that's okay. how I felt and and then I was like, was not able to talk, uh, to meditate the whole day. I was getting frustrated about oh, that. That is hard. Getting frustrated, you know, like. Yeah. Well, listen, uh, for me, I can't do this. Maybe it's not my technique. That going through your head. So it yeah, th- ah, that's what I was telling you about. Like because uh, I was practicing kung fu, so the handling with the with this struggle or pain, something that I'm used to have a thought of how handling it because. You know, you, you go through a lot of pain when you practice in martial arts. Uh, it's a it's a mental pain, as as also the vipassana teachers say. So, and okay, could you explain that real quickly? Why is it the mental pain, not only the physical, when you're doing a martial art? You uh, have to think about the next move. Or no, because you get it. You always want to quit. You know, it's oh, too hard because of the pain. Yeah, because of the pain. You gotcha. go, oh, no, I can't do it because that's how you regulate it. You gotcha. know? Yeah, I'm with you. And then like the slap. Be strong. No, you know, pain is a blessing. That's how you progress. You know, that's you, and it's getting into your mind. You know, so you learn how to handle pain, uh-huh. uh, but not like that sort of pain. The other time was 
Not nearly. So hard for me. Agreed, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do like like uh, I was chatting about before, but like triathlon, two hours is pretty much pain, constant pain. But you know, you know yeah. what you did. It's only two hours, but it's different because this is you just sat there. You yeah. got nothing to focus on but the pain. No distractions. You can't look around. You can't like listen to some music. Yeah. None of that. It's you and the pain. You're with the pain. Observe the pain. You have to observe it. Otherwise, yeah. it's the whole point. Yeah. So yeah. My my Israeli teacher said like. Like when we talked about observing pain, you know, because pain is pain. But the suffering comes when a person comes and says, Ah, this pain, why has it happened to me, you know, and when you get an attach or abortion from that pain. okay. And it's like, well, you not just need to understand to observe the pain like a security camera. Because a security camera doesn't care if somebody is broken into the house or not. It doesn't care. Oh, She's just observing. Way. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's the same. Mindset. Okay. That's an interesting mindset to look That's at. That's a nice one. I okay, like I'm a good analogy. I'm a, I'm, a good, I'm a security camera. That's good. Someone's trying to break into my ass right now. Okay. <laughs> Some car is trying to tell me like, where, well, where? Yeah, yeah, agreed. The yeah, mind is like there. Right? Yeah. Okay, okay. So it's, yeah, but and then so I had like, okay, I had to, and you don't talk to anyone. I think it's part of the struggle because when you talk to somebody, it's relief something. Get something off your chest, you know. Absolutely. When you talk, don't talk to anybody. It's like Gotta keep it up here. Here and here and like, like the emotional level and the mental level. So it's all stays and gets you know, fertilized with itself, you know. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. And on the seventh day, then by the end. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'll talk to the teacher about it. Just, okay. just I don't care what he's gotta say. I just need to get it off my chest. I'm having a hard time. That's just what I need to say to somebody, you know. Yeah. And I, it's the only person I can talk to. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay, let's go to the teacher. Namaste, namaste. Let's go. Let's sit. And like, with his uh, uh, very subtle uh, Nepali accent, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, <laughs> well, it's good, you know, because you did a deep operation. Something got out, and you did a good job. Try to rest a bit, and like. And then I, I got a good feeling from that. Okay, so I deserve it. it. Like it's okay that I'm having a hard time because I, I just searched myself, you know. Like yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's how you dealt with that, or I dealt with that, but I didn't. Con- I couldn't concentrate. But I didn't have a guilt. Uh, uh, that you couldn't feel any sensations and stuff yeah. after having that conversation. Yeah. Look. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. But in the evening after the discourse, uh, I just had the most calm uh, sensation I had in the course. Perfect. Calmest. Nice, man. Deep, deep, really? deep calm. I never felt like that before. It that was your man. best session. That was your best bit. You know, it's not a session. Or... It's like 20 minutes when you sit there, you yeah. know, at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the time tired. I was fully awake. I don't know how it happened, but I was the most calm. Never felt so calm. Never came back, but I'm not getting attached to it. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> That's good, man. Yes. So, would you say that that was your best experience as well on the seventh day, that final 20 minutes of the whole week? Interesting. Uh, maybe, but you know, maybe it was a catharsis because I was such in a low point, and then I'm like, gotta hurry up. I found that as well, though. I found that I'd go through really bad sessions where I just was like. I can't even feel my left ear. I had the ear. I nailed the ear two days ago. I can't feel the ear anymore. And then I'd do that for like an hour and it's so annoying. I go to the next session and be like, be equanimous, be equanimous. And you do it and you'd be like, wow, I'm really equanimous now. I've got this. I'm nailing this. You know, it's, it's, it's real peaks and troughs every day, I think. It's part of it, you know. 
Yeah, it really is. And I think it feels like you get rewarded by going through a struggle, by having those really crappy sessions where you're an hour and a half, very little stuff going on. But you still got to sit there, you got to sit there, you got to sit there. And then something, maybe it's you or maybe it's a neural thing, I don't know. But either way, you get rewarded eventually. You, you'll find that reward. That's yeah. what I found anyway. So. <laughs> That's cool though, man. Thank That's you. really cool. Uh, so, th- so if that was your calmest sensation you've had for a while, you said, in that 20 minute yeah. spell. How did you feel? What, what was going through your mind or your body? Or try and explain that feeling. Just so uh, people get For a, a physical level, you can imagine a straight line, like a pipe. Okay. And that pipe, like from your top of the head, top of the head. <laughs> top of the head. <laughs> from the top of the head. No, like from here, what's the name of that? The forehead. Forehead. Top of the forehead, yeah. Yeah, and until like, I don't know, the... The waist? Yeah, the waist. Uh, it's like a pipe of energy, and it affects everything around, like oh, everything wow. goes around. You feel okay. so light and... Peaceful, like serenity, actually, more like, ah, like a transcendence. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, was you're, you're out of your body, or you still? Felt no, I felt my body. I had a similar thing then. Yeah, I was very like there, you know. Yeah, but not there. It's a weird. Is that fair to say? Because I, I, well, my only experience, tenth day, final okay. session. Okay. It was the Atihana thing. I was like, okay, sit down for this. I thought, I'm going to be screwed here because we've been talking all day on the 10th day you can talk. Everyone was like, oh, I was a hamburger for a while. Yeah, distance break. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, what the hell? I've not had any of this stuff. But people were having out-of-body experiences and fireballs in their hands. Fun. Sun's Fireballs in their hands and stuff. And I was like, oh, I got none of that. But it's fine. It's cool. I'll get it eventually. And then the final session, I had like a moment. I had like a good... 15 minutes yeah I was just like I, I, I knew I was in my body but like the outside and the inside were the same because it's yeah. all particles and stuff weird man yeah. obviously everything was black you have your eyes shut <laughs> naturally it's going to be black so everything was just black I couldn't really feel the boundary of my yeah. skin anymore but I knew I had a body weird and when I said like what am I feeling in my finger I could feel sensation so I was like okay it's I'm crazy, still in my body I had like a headache, and towards about day seven or day eight, the guys tell you, Gwenka says, okay, and maybe towards the end you'll be able to maybe get through your skin and you can start to feel your brain, maybe yeah. your, your lungs, or if you have a pain in your lungs, you can okay. get through to that. And uh, yeah, I was like, okay, I'll try that. <laughs> this went straight into, straight through my skull, as it were, but I didn't really feel that. Yeah. So I was in this like vibration thing. Sounds really hefty. My mates are going to take the piss out of yeah. me so much, yeah. But like, and I had a headache, and then, yeah, I was like, okay, try and just calm it down and look at the headache for a bit. Look at the headache. And it went away, it subsided. I was like, oh, it was cool. Wow. That was really cool. And then I had a real big pain in my leg, and it all sucked <laughs> yeah, out. But, yeah. I think I got inflamed me, you know? Oh, you do. My yeah. knees are shot, man, for sure. Yeah, I've got to really work on that. But, uh, yeah, no. So that's cool, though, dude. Yeah. That's cool. But we both had cool experiences there. I think. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. Oh, because you should. So you said at the end of the tenth day. Oh yeah, on the tenth day. Uh, you know, like oh, the eleventh day, you said. Ah, yeah, it's the eleventh yeah, yeah, yeah. day. Yeah. This morning. Yeah, this morning actually, when you know you are out of your like, uh, you know, like uh, the inside experiences spread out for everybody, and everybody's talking much more like, okay, 
like you're not in the so in this zone, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, scanning you know. your body and your senses. Yeah, so you're like more free, and then so I didn't have the crazy meditation in the morning, you know. Uh -huh. I was like, okay, we, we're over that, you know. I'm too tired. It's okay. Uh, and then um, on the end of the really at the end, literally the end of the course, uh -huh. we had the metabarna meditation. Yeah. They yeah, yeah, so Dharma's had a quick chat about okay. that and stuff. I said it was a bit hippie for me, but carry <laughs> on. Yeah, yeah, so you had the, the yeah. loving kind of, you're supposed to project your love. Yeah, when you were, when you like focusing on your love and compassion. We're fine, man, thank, thank you. Man. When you focus on your love and compassion feeling and you spread it and your energy and vibes to the world, that's uh -huh. the meditation. Uh, so it's much more different, like in a contrast, even way of the vipassana, because there is a bit imagination actually. You actually imagining that you're spreading. For yeah, me, it's yeah. coming from the chest. I don't know where it, yeah, yeah, it comes from. You, but yeah, yeah. I don't really get into it, man. I need, yeah, to, yeah, I need to go back to that. I will. Okay. Well, yeah, carry on. <laughs> and then the guru, our guru, Singhonka, uh, is talking and he's chanting, and then he's like, "May all beings be happy." May all beings feel love and compassion. And then he's continuing chanting, okay, you're getting into it, oh, yeah, I feel the love. Yeah, I'm into that, okay, I'm in the meditate mind. Like, okay, yeah, I'm, okay, I'm totally yours. You know, I'm really in That's the moment. That's cool, okay, yeah. Uh, and then it's like, just out of nowhere, he says, may I pardon for all those who have harmed me or hurt me in my life. And as you say that, the first picture, the first person coming to my head is my ex. Uh, the harsh breakup broken. that we yeah. talked about that had broken me last year. And we just feel like tears, so much tears coming to my eyes, like so much pain was buried inside. You know, I was handling that in meditation over and over, but Never now really. after... After 10 days, you know, when you truly forgive for somebody, then you can forget them. Oh, wow, that's powerful, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it's a real weight uh, of your Now shoulders. I'm talking about it, I'm getting the feeling. Oh, oh, okay, really, like, it's, uh, it's still there, you know, but I feel much more free, you know, because I have not a slight bit of anger. Not about, not to her, you know. Yeah, yeah. About myself. Yeah. You need to forgive yourself. That's what I mean. Forgive yourself. Awesome, huh? That's cool. Yeah. So, all right. So now the next question. Yes. Would you recommend a ten-day course? No. Uh, to people. Like when I'm gonna summarize my my experience to my family and friends, I'll say if I have to summarize one thing, to summarize that, I'll just summarize as a wish. My only wish for me to get you guys is. You just experience it. Give it a fair trial, trial to that experience. Thank you. Thank you, man. Just if you ever come to an advice for me and for help, and you trust me, so trust me when I say you have to try it. Have to try it. Doesn't matter where are you from. Doesn't matter really. If you really want, if you believe in change and changing yourself, I think you should try it. 100%, man. 100%. Just try it. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. hurt you. You don't lose anything. You yeah. lose nothing. From Maybe you get it. some 
blood in, I got blood in the knees. Hey, not knees in the nails. Actually, one time I was sitting <laughs> very wrong. But you know, strong determination. Is yeah, like, yeah, good. And then like uh, taking the socks off in the break. Like, fuck, I was bleeding. Like, jeez, I was, man. I was feeling good. <laughs> that's one of the questions. The only question I asked my guru was like, when do I listen to my body? Yeah, that's, you know, because that's the key, and they don't really explain that too much. So the no. word of warning for people who are going to go. It's okay now and again to relax a little. Okay, yeah. okay. Let's listen to my body for a second here. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's yeah. awesome, dude. Are you going to continue? Are you going to continue to meditate in Vipassana or are you going to try a different technique or what's the plan? I'll, I'll go with the Vipassana meditation. Yeah. It's really hard, you know, sitting one hour. I don't, I really understand if you need to sit like, like I think one you can hour. Change. You yeah. can change whenever. And then I think once or twice a week, I'm going to try and do one hour just to prove that I can still yeah. do that. But yeah, yeah, I think you can change. Yeah, but doesn't doesn't mean that I'm close to anything else, you know, that as we discussed on the way on the bus, you know, I think we should live in a question mark, not in a period. Because you are much more open to things. Very true. So go with a question mark to this course, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just try it. Yeah. You can only gain. You really can. Yeah, it really frees your mind. And what's next for you now? So, the rest of the. Um, actually, where do you go from here? India? Yeah, I'm going tomorrow. Actually, I have a flight to Delhi. From Delhi, I'm meeting a friend. Excellent. Uh, Indian friend that I haven't met for 16 years. It's gonna be like okay. interesting uh, meeting. Wow! What so you were seven when you last saw him? No, not seven. Uh, we were nine. Oh, still. Yeah. You're real kids then. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, gonna be fun. It's gonna be interesting. And then uh, Varanasi, Rajasthan, traveling. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, you'll have an awesome time. Dude. Yeah. Awesome time. Well, thank excited. you, man. Thank, thank you. Man. you. And uh, My yeah, pleasure. keep in touch. <laughs> Roy, a pleasure, dude. Thank you, man. It's now the end of July, 2017, but it's um, quite some time already since I recorded one of these. Um, reflections on Vipassana. So since doing Vipassana, I've been um, in the real world, as it were, and um, that's got its challenges, certainly, in terms of how I've changed quite considerably in quite a few manners but not at all in quite a few others but in terms of ability to meditate I must say it's been quite tricky over the last uh, six months or so um, so instead of 10 hours a day I'm now doing about 10 minutes to 20 minutes a day so I try to do it twice a day if I can uh, for about 10 minutes each time very hard to live in the moment let me tell you that much but nevertheless, you've got to keep persevering, keep trying. And I think that's sort of the big takeaway I've got from living back in the real world as opposed to living in, uh, in the world I was in when I entered the passion and when I left the passion. So, um, yeah, it's just a few sort of thoughts on, on that. I would say if you're going to do the passion, I'd recommend it to everyone. I think that still stands. It is an eye-opener. There's no doubt about that. I think after spending 100 hours with yourself and nothing but your thoughts, you come up with some pretty crazy stuff, but you come up with some really genuine and well-thought-through stuff as well. And um, like I say, I think after 
six months or so in, in corporate life, it's tough. It's tough to go back to living in the moment. You always end up thinking about either the past or the future. Um, that's a natural state. And um, yeah, there's some fairly heartfelt feelings about the, the hardships, as it were, of practicing what you preach after you uh, after you come out of one of these. Um, so yeah, no, I think it's a lot easier if you are traveling than it is when you're back in the real world, but don't give up, keep plugging away, and um, it will come back. That's what I've been told at least. That's what I'm gonna keep doing until it does. It's well worth it. Meditation's a great, great way to sort of moderate your, your thoughts and feelings as you go along. And um, I'd recommend it to absolutely everyone. So I hope you enjoy the pod. And there's just a, a few of my thoughts on the current state of affairs. But um, yeah, definitely worthwhile. Cheers, guys. Banquet Bear Productions. Cheap and chill.